Hey, hey. Happy Monday. I hope everybody survived the intro. Again, uh, we'll, we'll have a, a quieter one coming up here soon. Uh, thanks for sticking it out with us. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, episode 24. Uh, it's our first uh, anything meat-related episode, I think. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. We really... We've we've done seltzers before we hit up mead, so hey, go us. <laughs> um, yeah, today we're uh, talking with Tom McGuire from Norse Nectar uh, Meadery in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Here, uh, where we are basically all uh, close to, at least it's kind of our central hub, I guess. Um, so I'm going to bring Tom on and uh, maybe have him kind of explain uh, what he does with Norse Nectar. So, hey, Tom. Hey. Hey, how's it going, man? Going good to the show. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on with us this week. We're always appreciative when we have, you know, awesome people on board. So it makes uh, it makes drinking on a Monday much more fun. (laughs) Um, And maybe even before we get into you, uh, because I'm thirsty and and I want to drink while I I hear you talk about your beautiful stuff. Uh, I think we we chose uh, to start off with. uh, one year mead it's a, a blueberry apple mead aged in bourbon barrels whiskey barrels whiskey barrels whiskey barrels how dare yeah. i um so it doesn't have a name right now right um uh, but, but yes it, will. it does okay. yeah i mean going forward it has a name um officially november 1st everything got rebranded i just didn't have the bottles ready for you guys so i got you the old bottles okay and when we can talk about why that rebranding happened and stuff too, probably like what Nose sure. Nectar is, but who are you? Who am I? I am the COO of American Brewers Inc., um, which is the overarching body um, that holds the liquor license for Norse Nectar Meadery, City Union Brewery, and soon to be in a scale and distillery. Um, so that's going to be all, as I understand it, like a. In, I don't want to call it a strip mall, but all in, all in one facility, sort of. Right. Yeah, you know, one, here, yeah. one industrial building. Industrial building, uh, yeah. 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 In, in, uh, on the outskirts of Kalamazoo, kind of. Yeah. I mean, we're seven minutes from downtown, but I guess that's the outskirts when you live in Kalamazoo. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, what's the deal with Norse Nectar Meadery then? What are, what are we drinking if, if everything's yeah. sort of new? So the blueberry apple um, barrel aged was actually a confliction product, um, which was the meadery that was part of American Brewers before we took over. And uh, we have reformulated it a little bit. Um, It's got a different kind of blueberry in it than it had before. So it's a little bit sweeter of a product um, than it was originally. It was a little bit drier before. What's Um, uh, What's coming next or what's in the... What you have right now is the reformulated version. Yep. Oh, okay. So, yep. Um, I reformulated this. Uh, I don't know, three or four months ago, um, and we were, we had run out, so I had to make more. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Always a good thing. So what what's um you've mentioned the American Brewers. What what is that, and and how does it interact with Confliction or No Norse Nectar or? So American Brewers Inc. is the um it holds the liquor license. So, um, so I'm actually the CEO, COO, um, and vice president of the board of directors of American Brewers Inc. Um, Norse Nectar is a, basically like a DBA of American Brewers, um, as is city union brewery, as is in a distillery. 
Um, so we, we chose to go three different directions with those uh, because they're three very distinct kind of products. Um, rather than having one name and saying, oh, it's all Norse Nectar and here's our Norse Nectar beers and here's our Norse Nectar mead and here's our Norse Nectar <laughs> rye whiskey or whatever. Um, it just made sense to, ha- sense to have those uh, uh, distinguishable. Plus, it gives us way more merch. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and and new logos and, and everything. Right, yeah. Yep. Um, Hell yeah. You have a you have the new logo for the, the blueberry, right? Uh yes, the the uh Scotty, which is the that on. Is that what that is? Okay, cool. That is indeed yeah. it. Yep. So that's, that's what the we're drinking new right now. Label. Yep. Uh that's nice. I like that. Yeah, it's super nice. Is uh is the label actually gonna be white on the bottle too, like that? It is not. The label's going okay. to be clear and the black lettering will be inversed into white. Hmm. Um, so you'll actually be able to see it through the bottle. Um, if you want to go back out, because I know how StreamYard works. Whoops. Um, <laughs> our, 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 um, it basically 500 mil or 16.9 ounce uh, beer bottles. Um, that has been what they've been in, but it doesn't look really cool. So we're switching to these bottles. Uh, where you can Fun. see all the way through them. And so that's why we're going with the clear label. So you can actually see the color of the meat all the way through it. Um, and they're corked and will be waxed. Um, and then we'll have our Norse nectar seal on the top of the wax. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that sounds, yeah. <laughs> Trying to fancy so it up to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, before you guys really started uh, opening your tap room, I my my sort of experience with meat has been uh, I don't know, like really, really, and, and I'm not saying it's you're you're cheap. I'm just saying like it's you have you have beer prices for mead, which I'm not used to. Like sometimes you know you're paying upwards of like twenty, thirty dollars for like heavily fruited meads and stuff, and these are I don't I don't know I don't know what to call this, but like more. It's it's like refined. I don't know. It's like um, I get that. It's yes. it's uh, it's complex. I guess it's not like one upfront with like one flavor or anything like that. Like the blueberry and the barrel and like the whiskey and stuff all come through. It's yeah, really, really we, nice. we had a uh, one of our distributors. Um, I sat down with them to to pitch them the product, and they were like, um, "Yeah, we don't really like mead, just so you know." <laughs> um, and it was two sommeliers. And so, you know, they, they pulled the whole, you know, swirling it around and smell, you know, the whole sommelier thing. Yeah. And, um, and the guy put down the first glass and he goes, you all have made a sophisticated adult beverage. And <laughs> That's because it's me. <laughs> like sophisticated adult beverages of what meats are supposed to be. Um, so and, and I'm sure everybody that's listening probably knows what meat is, but do you want to like give us a quick like explanation? Like, sure, meat any product that is fermented with at least 51 percent of the fermentables being honey. Okay. And so you just ferment honey and do a bunch of cool shit with it, didn't right? You name, <laughs> didn't you name the show Bee Vomit? Um, uh, yeah, fermented bee vomit. vomit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly what it is. Fermented bee vomit. Tasty, tasty bee vomit. Um, 
So obviously this was aged in whiskey barrels and has like blueberries uh, added. Did you guys ever plan on doing like traditionals or anything like that? Or is that just not like a big seller? Or uh, like, We're actually we're, doing, we're working on a traditional right now. Um, getting ready to put honey in a fermenter for that in the next week or so. Um, and that's going to be because we're going with Norse names on everything. That'll be known as the Bifrost. Um, nice. And the reason being is that uh, with that one, here at the tap room at Valhalla, we'll actually have different flavorings that you can flavor it yourself. <laughs> you can so get cool. to where you want to go. Um, so that's why we named it the bri- the Bifrost is that you get to pick where you want to go with it. Huh. So what are you guys going to do with uh, the different flavor? Like, um, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm thinking about doing. I'm doing something similar with seltzers in my own home bar. Yep. So you're using like Torini syrups or something like that. Um, Amaretti. Yeah. Amaretti. Using yeah. Amaretti because they have a lot of different stuff, um, and, uh, and and great flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, and lots of them. I mean, there's so many Amaretti flavors. Um, so yeah, and they come with a pump. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's a great thing. That's perfect. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. When I it, speaking of like doing like. <laughs> I don't want to say like weird shit with me, but like, that's not something that I've ever seen done before. Uh, when I came in to ask you if you wanted to do the show, you had something uh, cool in a, not cool, actually opposite of cool. You had a hot me drink on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the things we'll be tasting today is our apple cinnamon vanilla. And I put it into a percolator coffee uh, pot uh, that holds 45 cups and added a bunch of wassail spices um, our mulling spices and heated it up and added a little bit of extra honey to kind of kick it uh, up on the sweetness level a little bit. And uh, it was freaking delicious. So we sold 45 cups of it Saturday. So yeah, <laughs> I uh, sold out of a 45 cup uh, pot. In was, yeah, I, I, had a, I had one and it was dangerous. Like uh, <laughs> if you guys like mulled wine, like uh, it, that's probably the, uh, the mead to, to use to like make it and it's just as like reasonable as probably like a you know whatever other wine you'd want to use to you know make a mulled wine or something like that right yeah the same concept behind it um and you know most of our meads are 14 percent, so you're getting a, a pretty high abv mead as jason knows um no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like we all haven't gotten drunk at a bar at some point. <laughs> Whatever. Did we hug Tom? I can't remember. Uh, no, I didn't get that far. So yeah, I think you were no. good. <laughs> I was more worried about you falling down occasionally, but you know. <laughs> I'm a big boy. So I was fine. I'm like, all right, keep yeah. serving them. <laughs> you, uh... Driver, we're good. Are you going to do all your meads like in barrels or is it just kind of. No, we're not going to feel or um, we've got one that we'll be having today. That's not barrel. Actually three of them aren't barrel aged. Okay, cool. So the mango habanero, the blueberry quote unquote strange, which is name is changed. You'll see that soon. And the apple cinnamon vanilla are not barrel aged. So just the blueberry barrel aged and the green apple are. Um, and we'll continue that trend where we'll do some that are barrel aged and some that aren't. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, I can take. I guess I can imagine it takes a while to turn around anything that's barrel aged. So you gotta gotta plan that. Right, you gotta figure you're you're four months in fermenting it, and then you're a month once you've added your, you know, your secondaries into it for flavor, um, and then if you barrel age it, you're a year. So you're yeah. a year and a half in before you can release a product. How, like, as far as like your system goes and like your fermenters and stuff, like how, what's your capacity for like, like fermenting meat and stuff where you, where you're at? Let's see. We have, uh, 12, 500 gallon fermenters, um, two 1500 gallon fermenters. You use those just for mead? Yeah, pretty much. Jesus. Um, I've got a lot of mead. <laughs> eight 250 gallon fermenters and about 16 to 1800 gallon fermenters. Wow. Those are some busy so, bees. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> well, we, we go through 24,000 pounds of honey a year. Wow. So, so yeah, I guess that, so you're, you're doing a lot of distribution then, right? Cause we are you're, you only just opened the tap room. Yeah. The distribution has been going since 2012 with the previous owner. Okay. Um, uh, and that's how long American brewers and the meadery have been around uh, under the confliction name. Um, we took over. Oh, let's see. We started the process in 2018. Um, it became official like November of last year. Um, and then February of this year, we bought the entire building that we're in. Oh, congratulations. So thanks. Yeah. We went from uh, about, 8,000 square foot brewery to owning a 14,000 square foot building, <laughs> um, which yeah, is nice big. because it's, it's allowing us to expand and do a distillery and, and uh, move a brewing room from, you know, being a room to actually being an actual brewery space. Yeah. Cool. Uh, rather than just a little room that's doing a one barrel system to actually getting a couple of three barrel systems running at the same time. Do you guys have, uh, now we, we mentioned this is uh, this, this, uh, what we're drinking right now is, a whiskey barrel. Yep. Um, do you have plans to do like other barrels, like like rum or tequila or, or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I've actually got a meat I'm working on right now that we're going to call Cavasir, which is the meat of poetry in Norse uh, mythology. And um, that is a blood orange and lime mead with agave syrup. And yes, I will be aging that in tequila barrels. <laughs> awesome. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds awesome. ridiculous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very it, nice. Yeah, I it's everything's very experimental and, and fun and cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. We just started like I just ordered a couple of seven barrel fermenters, uh, or seven gallon fermenters. Uh so I could do like really like test try <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff and you know, screw it up and not care about pouring it out. Because uh, I suppose uh fucking up five hundred gallons of honey isn't super uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not, a, not a great experience, especially you know the 500 gallons aren't terrible, terrible, but a 1500 gallon batch um, that adds up pretty damn quick. <laughs> do you do you use the 1500 gallon ones for like the like the big sellers and stuff like that? I mean, obviously, you have shit that you, it's not in bottles that you didn't give us and stuff. Right? But. Yeah. So we we do uh, two base batches in there. So we do a honey apple cider um base batch of about 1300 gallons and a uh, honey maple syrup base batch of about th 1300 gallons and then we split those into 500 gallon fermenters and add different hmm. flavors to them um and 
we, so we branch off of that in the past. So confliction did everything with, um, what's known as a, uh, Baker's blend honey. So it's a little bit of honey from everywhere all mixed together. So you get, you get a very standard flavor, um, and all the products always taste the same, which is great for baking standard products, right? (laughs) For duplicating it and making it the same every time. Um, but we're going to start doing a lot of varietal stuff. So I currently have a coffee meat I'm working on, um, where the honey came from Guatemala from the same farm that the, uh, coffee came from. And so oh. the pollinate the same coffee trees that the coffee came from. Oh shit. Okay. And so the, the coffee already are the mead without any coffee added already has a coffee flavor and a lot of tropics in it. So, um, it should be delicious. And we're going to serve that here only on tap um, in ni- on nitro. So it's going to be like a nitro cold brew coffee right at 14%. I've never had nitro meat. Is that how, how high in ABV? 14. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's really cool. So with, with the varietals, like as I understand it, um, like an orange blossom mead comes from, you know, like a apiary that's mostly located around like, you know, orange, orange trees. trees and yeah, stuff. Right. Yeah, and the same with like you know other plants and stuff, uh, star thistles and and stuff. Yep. So okay, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there, like what like a honey varietal is, because some people like if if you uh, if you go to like like a small grocery store, even maybe like Harding sometimes has this like you can sometimes see a bunch of different honeys and some are like really dark and really light and stuff. And has a lot to do with like where that honey came from and the flowers yep. next to yep. it. Right? What so, the bees so. are pollinating exactly changes yeah. what the honey looked like um, and what it tastes like significantly. Yeah. So we have yeah. a honey that we've got from a local guy um, here um, that tastes like it's, he doesn't know what his bees pollinate. He just has, you know, like 10 hives in two different locations in the Kalamazoo area. And um, the uh, honey tastes like honeysuckle. So mm. it, it's a light, it's a very light right. color of honey. It has that honeysuckle kind of flavor to it. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to be able to pair with that. He's got about 400 gallons that he can get us. Uh, sorry, 400 pounds, not 400 gallons. That'd be a- <laughs> uh, yeah. 400 pounds of it that he can get to us. Um, and uh, so, I mean, because we talk pounds and most people are used to gallons, uh, 12 pounds of honey equals one gallon of honey. Mm. Okay. Honey weighs, so like if you buy apple cider uh, in a gallon thing, it weighs about eight pounds. So we're getting a third more in weight. When you, so when you say you have like 500 gallon fermenters, so that's uh-huh. like... 5,000, what, 250 ish, like pounds or something? If we used honey all the way through it. Oh, right. Water and shit. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> there's this whole thing with adding water to it and yeast and, and, you know, maybe other things. So our 1,300 gallon fermenters use um, uh, 220 gallons of honey. Um, and then we added 156 gallons of apple cider. Um, and then we filled it to 1300 gallons with water and then put yeast in it. And that's what maybe coming up on like you're doing right now. That's cool. What? Oh, I said you still have to be coming up on tons and tons of weight. 
Oh yeah. yeah. How do you move that stuff? Uh, we have forklifts. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because they come in in uh, so they come in two hundred and fifty gallon containers, um, which weigh thirty three hundred pounds a piece, roughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you have to have a fairly hefty forklift, and I've moved them on a pallet jack. It is not fun. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can you're imagine. You're putting everything into it to get it moving. Are those even rated for that much? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, looks like we got a question real quick. Yeah, and I was going to... Got a couple. Well, yeah, Alyssa yeah. had one, too. Um, uh, one. And Roche, yes, um, we are going to be doing those. Um, be, so the problem with doing those commercially is you literally have to have both a small winery license or a winery license and a... Uh, brewery license in order to mm. do braggots. Um, but we have both of those, so we're able to pull that off. So real quick, uh, if you can you go into detail on what's a braggot and what's a bochet for those that don't may not know? Uh, you know, the bochet, I don't know if I could tell you off the top of my head. Braggots are when you're adding hops to things. Um, the, the problem is there's like 37 different kinds of <laughs> yeah, um, And there are not... Somebody do a quick Google search. Um, there are not. Um, <laughs> meat is not its own category, according to the U.S. government. Um, so we actually have to put on all of our bottles that were a honey wine um, rather than a mead, which gotcha. kind of screws up how we do things. So yeah. like the majority of what we're drinking tonight are melomels. Yep. Which is kind of mead, right? So it's it's fruit added after fermentation. Um, so yeah, brochet is um, basically doing it's uh, taking your honey and kind of scorching it um, so that it it caramelizes. Um, yes, we'll do that as well. You like burnt marshmallow flavors after it ages right. out and yep. stuff. And yeah, I've heard. I haven't done one, but yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm working on a uh, graham cracker. Toasted marshmallow and chocolate mead. Uh, that sounds wonderful. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of fits Alyssa's question. I mean, it's not super. It's more of like a fall maybe flavor. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open uh, the blueberry strange maybe. Okay. Like, oh, hey, uh, down the rest of this thing. I, no, no, it's fine. I've been making oh, you talk. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> uh, my no cheeks problems. are already warm. Spirited. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, how my my night at the meter went wrong, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is I have a DP tonight. The wife is coming to get me. So <laughs> um yeah, she's asking if you have anything for the holidays. Yeah, so we're actually currently working on a product that we were hoping to release on December 6th, but due to the new COVID rules in Michigan, um, we will not be open December 6th. We won't be open until December 10th, um, unless something else happens in between, but product will be available December <laughs> The The new product is basically our apple vanilla cinnamon. So we have an apple cinnamon vanilla, which is more cinnamon forward. And then we have an apple vanilla cinnamon <laughs> forward. Um, are, the, are those going to have names to distinguish them? or? Well, the so the apple vanilla cinnamon is going away. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so I've actually, um, because meat is different than beer, I can re-pour it out of bottles back into a fermenter and make something else out of it. Um, sure. Because it's honey-based, so it's good for like 40 years. 
um, cause honey never goes bad. Um, right. so I report that today and we are making what is going to be known as Krampus. Um, yes. so I was hoping to release it on Krampus knocked, but we'll be closed. Um, what's, for what's, what's Krampus knocked. So, Oh, you don't know. You know who Krampus is. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm familiar with the, uh, the idea of, of Krampus, I think. So Krampus is basically the German version of uh, bad Santa, basically. Uh, okay. Children who are bad rather than uh, giving good things to children who are good. Yeah. No, <laughs> basically. Um, so it's, a, it's the 2020 of Santa's. Right. Yeah. It's the 2020. <laughs> uh, Krampus has actually re become really big. Like when I was a kid, nobody ever even freaking knew who Krampus was. Um, if you can't tell by the beard, I'm old. Um, but it's this is a you know just an, an a new way to kind of celebrate the Christmas holiday. Um, as somebody who doesn't fall into the quote unquote Christian realm cool. of things, I can Krampus makes more sense to me. It's than, your business, uh, you do what you want. Yeah. the so Krampus will be a a mold wine basically uh oh. we'll have it on tap cold we'll have it here warm um the goal is you take it home with you and heat it up in your own home in a crock pot or whatever so awesome cool so december 6th that should be ready i actually poured the product today and started mulling it so we should be good man that sounds good and, and yeah I, I mentioned before we started on that that i was opening a new bottle this is a Blueberry strange, so it's a yep. what you call it a blueberry sizer or something. It's blueberry apple. Blueberry apple, yep. So it's yeah. I mean, you have to call it a melomel because we added a flavor after the apple. Okay. Sizer so would be straight apple. Okay. But this again is changing names, and so this one will be Dag the Wise will be the new name for it. There you go. Yep. Um, it's so cool. So the labels all have kind of the same look. Um, they're black and white line drawings on top of a color with a background. So, um, is there a, is there a, who is, who is Dag? So Dag the wise was actually a part of Norse mythology. He's mentioned in the prose Edda. Um, and though he was not a God, he was somebody who was a great warrior. And so you would find him in Valhalla today. What's the uh, what's the significance of the bird? You know, I wish I knew. Okay, I, was, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure there was a story there. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Uh, a peaceful warrior. But for know. the yeah. for the life of me, you know, I'm I basically down that entire bottle of BBA. So the of the Scotty. So you know. <laughs> The story uh, less as the time goes on. <laughs> <laughs> My cheeks are already warm, man. We're just like one in, basically. Yeah. Well, um, now the good news is the uh, Dag the Wise is only a ten percent. I saw that. I was going to make that. Yeah. Not barrel aged, and by far the sweetest product we make. I was just going to say point. sweet. Um, the apple like actually really comes through. Yeah. Um, if I, I think this is the first time that I've had some of these, maybe that I've uh, not been so super distracted, like 
talking and stuff that I've been able to appreciate the flavor <laughs> a lot more. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's or not so drunk that you don't remember that you had them. Not not yet, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's for we'll call it eight fifteen. Um, yeah, it's delicious. Really, is is this uh, is this a like a re? Uh, I don't. Yeah, so I redid the blueberry in this as well. Recipe. Okay, cool. No, I guess. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, there's the answer for it. Wikipedia's got me. (laughs) Dad could understand birds. Brandon, they were here to win. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> uh, Brandon's uh, in our homebrew club, Keepers of Craft, and is okay. probably uh, one of the smartest, coolest guys. Uh, he, so, join, he joins us every week and calls us out on our bullshit and researches yep. shit for us. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, poking around in, in Facebook land the other day, uh, I, I saw a spot where I could, I could actually start using. Um, like the tags and the labels, you know, for people, the uh, badges. And uh, I, I skipped right by it. Now I'm like been digging through Facebook, trying to find it so I can make Brandon a goddamn super fan or top fan or whatever. The fuck <laughs> it is. He's the one that's here all the time. So Brandon, right. something's coming as soon as I can figure it out, buddy. Oh yeah. that's. <laughs> I can show you how to do that. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. Because I, I mean, just to bring up the other shit I do, so besides the fact that I'm here, um, uh, every other Tuesday, I do a YouTube podcast, oddly enough, using the same software you guys are using, um, nice. called hard. Three Pagans on Tap. And it's myself, a guy named Sarenth Odinson, and a guy named Malik Odinson. And we talk about different alcohols and how they affect our spiritual paths. Um, we're actually on tomorrow night doing that and we're doing divination if you don't know what divination is feel free to look it up um but it's basically foretelling the future but we're doing it by beer foam Uh, (laughs) so we're actually literally like pouring beers and reading what the foam says um and and brian will be joining us on that episode as well so uh feel free to jump on for that so look for three pagans on tap on facebook and or do we do we have a link we can i will yeah yeah i'll uh, i'll throw it on facebook afterwards because if we throw it in chat right now it doesn't create like a hyperlink yeah Yeah. Uh, Yeah. it gets lost and shit so i'll create a new post yep and then um i also do a podcast with my wife and my oldest kid called three pagans and a cat and that is literally just talking about paganism um, every cool. Sunday night. Um, we'll we'll link that too. Yeah. Up on yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, are both of those live streams or are they just podcasts? So, uh, Three Pagans and a Cat is a podcast. Um, if people join at a certain Patreon level, they can actually watch us live. Okay. Uh, through, through, through Vocal, um, which is a plugin for Patreon. Hmm. where people can watch that live but um it's uh it's super interesting and about twice a year we do a drunk divination episode <laughs> where we get absolutely hammered and read people's fortunes basically i was gonna say is that not what tomorrow is or yeah <laughs> it is. Uh, we're, we're not calling it a drunk divination episode on uh three pagans on tap because that's something that has become a three pagans and a cat kind of fair people uh, yeah. so thanks yeah, Drew said top fan unite. So you all need to make sure you get that whole top fan thing going. Yeah. <laughs> Drew's on every week too. 
I'd call I'd call Shana out too. She she listens in you know, every week too, but she's yeah. Sometimes you can see her in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's required listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a badge? Can we can we get that yeah. one? <laughs> if I can add a badge, about my multi-beat, so you know. <laughs> What do you want? Uh, uh, Brian and Shana are actually here uh, at least once a week, I think. Roughly, um, yeah. And then um, Josh has been here once. Jordan, you need to get your shit together and get over here. Yeah, I, I, I need to. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the uh, had had a kid. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right. I don't. I don't get out. I, I seriously just do not get out nearly as much as I would have. Brian's put it out on the text uh, text thread a few times. Like, hey, we're out at Valhalla. You should come down. And be like, I'm, uh, you know, elbow deep in a diaper right now. So that's probably not going to happen. Right. <laughs> I can't use that excuse anymore. My kids are now like thirty and twenty seven. So, <laughs> and I have one who works at presidential and one who doesn't work. Well, works but not yes. out, of, oh, cool. out of our house. But yes, I, I will make I will make my way down there. Cool. Look forward Absolutely. to meeting person, as well as anybody else who's on the chat. Please, once this freaking, hopefully it only Great. lasts weeks. Um, but once this thing's over, come down. We are well set up for uh, social distancing here at Valhalla. Yeah, I'd say maybe eight tables, really far apart. Sanitizer yep. in every table. Yeah, Very you nice. guys are doing doing good. Yeah, yeah, we're eight feet apart uh, on the table, so that even when you're sitting in your chairs, you're at least six feet apart. Cool. Trying to be good. Contract tracing, everything. You guys don't have food right now, right? That is correct. We are uh, bring your own food bar. Okay. Do you have plans in the future to offer that? I don't know, maybe if that's a kosher question, but so no, no, it's fine. we have a coffee company that's moving in here. Oddly enough, the place where I got the coffee and the honey to make the coffee mead called Roast Umber. That's um, and they're moving down from Grand Rapids into our building. Um, and we'll be roasting coffee here and doing cold brew, uh, both on tap and in cans for sale. Um, and they're putting in a commercial kitchen. And so once that happens, we will at least do some food stuffs. I don't know if I want to get into the whole like creating a menu and dealing with all of that. Fine point. dining, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fine dining thing. Uh, but you know, my my son's working at Presidential as a cook, so I have somebody in the family who does it. There you go, uh, leverage. Uh, I freaking love Presidential's food. So, he, he, yeah. I do too. Uh, he does it to pay the bills until he goes to get his doctorate. But um, oh, what's his doctorate going to be in? Uh, anthropology and documentary film at the University of Ireland in Galway. Whoa, nice! That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 we we know we need to do something. We just have to get past all this COVID crap. I'm kind of glad we didn't do it before this. Um, yeah, yeah. Because then I would, we would had all these employees that I then could not keep on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll make it through. 
support your local business. You, speaking yeah. of, you guys are doing like growler fills and shit this week. or Yeah, so we are. Right? So for the next three weeks, you can buy bottles of our product. So the five that we're tasting today are all available in bottles. Um, we have several products that we have developed since this, including Loki, Holy Grail, uh, Dark Angel that are available in growler fills. Um, you have to use our growlers because of COVID, but we're giving you the growlers for free. So just come in and the fill, it's me, so it's not cheap, but uh, it's $48 for a fill. Um, but that's 64 ounces of meat. Fourteen percent ish. In the grand scheme of things, it's ridiculously cheap. It's about seventy-five cents an ounce, which is dirt. Um, but yeah, those are all available. So the bottle, the uh, just trying to figure out what we're going to try to accomplish tonight. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm about done. I've been doing. You you pick what's next, Jason. Um. But I, I think what's uh, I mentioned this before we even started the show when we were talking, Tom. Like um, the great thing about like I guess like a growler of of meat or even these bottles, since we're not drinking you know entire fucking three seventy fives of fourteen percent meat, just like you can re you can recap them and they're not carbonated. It's like wine; they, right. they yep. oxidize slowly. I mean, you can probably drink these over the course of a week, and it's still not going to change. Uh, actually, capped if you cork them. You can get six months out of them. Oh, shit. Um, if you just cover them with like cellophane, then you're going to get about six weeks out of them. And unopened, you'll, you'll get six weeks. <laughs> so, um, unopened on the shelf, they're good for about 30 years or so um, because honey is a natural preservative and never goes bad. And at least 51% of what's in here is honey. Yeah. So let's do it. So it doesn't go skunky. You don't have those issues that you have with beer. You're convincing me to make more mead. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got a traditional going right now. Um, Mm. It's just just getting ready to be tossed in the secondary. But okay, how long is it? With it? Oh, sorry, Tom. Go ahead. What's <laughs> yeah, that? Like, how long have you been fermenting it? And what did you? What yeast did you use? Oh man, I'd have to I'd have to look up the yeast. But it's been going for probably about two months right okay. now, and it's primary. Um, it should be it should be coming out right around seven uh, percent. I want to say. Okay. Um. Yeah, I can't recall what what yeast I used. Uh, I want to say it was a wine yeast, um, maybe like a eleven thirty seven. That might okay. be it. I use that for a lot of my ciders. I, I kind of treat it more like a, a cider and wine than I do any sure. of my beers. But yeah, yep. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. So we normally it, use Lavin seventy one B in the majority of our meads. That that might be what it is because I go between 1137 and 71B for my ciders. Yep. So 71B caps out at about a 14%, uh, but that usually takes three, three and a half months to get there uh, to the 14% before it kind of like is like, all right, screw it, I'm done. I'm not yep. going to ferment anymore. Um, if you're looking for higher ABV, go with a 1118. Okay. Uh, if you can go up to 20% on that pretty easily. Um, you could probably get to 22 to 23 uh, without an issue. So something to look into. We actually are making maple wines right now. Um, so no honey at all. 
cool. just maple syrup being fermented. Um, and I've got a few bottles of that too. These yeah. guys actually drank some. I think it made them go blind. It wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm work- I've got a, a maple pecan that's working. Um, and I've got a maple bacon that's going. The maple bacon ended about 14%. The maple pecan will be about 20. How are you doing the bacon? Or is that like a trade secret? Um, you know, I'm oddly enough, I'm doing real bacon. So okay. all right. I'm frying it super, super crispy. <laughs> okay. Like drying it out as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. Crumbling it and putting it into a fermentable tea bag. So the really big tea bags. Um, and dunking it in there. So, and then skimming it often to get any of the excess oils to the top. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, that's easier for me because I can skim because the holes on my fermenters are huge. Um, where, you know, if you're doing it at home, you're usually going into something that has a very small spout on it. Uh, and that's much harder to do. Yeah, that's fair. Oh. I'm I'm interested. I'm te- I'm 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 interested. I, <laughs> I I I've told this story a few times. The only beer uh, that I've ever like uh, had like a, a gag reflex like that's that's triggered it like that that almost made me want to puke was like a I'm not gonna name the brewery, but it was a it was a bacon beer. Yes. And uh, oh man, but but I think that 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 they didn't take the same care in skimming off fats and oils and stuff. So right. What you kind of have to do. I mean, like it can go rancid. Yeah. Start to get skunky really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Cause issues. Um, so this is something that will literally skim off daily. Yeah. No, it, right. it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that we had, we had a, uh, somebody from odd side on a couple of weeks ago. And I want to say that they, do you remember if, if we talked about, did we talk about, hipster brunch stout do they use actual bacon i don't know if we um, asked them we that or not. We no we did and they don't I, I okay it was yeah. an it was a flavoring that they use yeah right yeah oh, that was a good beer, we but. try really hard to stay as all natural as possible authentic yeah yeah i get yeah. it and um so you know the good news is i'm only doing 160 gallons of this so if i have to dump it it's not a big deal um, it sounds really, <laughs> really shitty. Uh, but like, it's 160 gallons. If I put it on tap and everybody hates it, I don't have to release it. So, yeah, yeah. and that gives me a chance to try something else. Um, you know, another way of doing it. So, and going forward, that's what we're doing. So, anything new I make um, will be on tap for at least a year before it's released to retail, whether that be a mead, a beer, or a uh, liquor, because I want to make sure I'm right. And listen, I'm fairly recognizable, even with a mask, because of this <laughs> um, So if you hate something we have, tell me. I really want to know, um, because I want to make it better. I, I check into my stuff on Untapped, and, and I see you like toast my shit all the time. So I know at least like oh, I that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. If people, I read what everybody writes. If people write reviews there. Yeah. Yep. What, do, what do you open, Jason? Ah, got it. Um, what do you open? The Green Apple. Okay. Aged whiskey rails for eighteen months. So what's the name of this one going to be? It is. Hold on, I have to go look and do the screen share thing again. 
Drew, while I'm opening this, uh, the the brewery was a uh, it was vacant of light stallion brewery. So this one's going to be called Finn McCool, um, which nice. is not a Norse thing. Who's, uh, who's Finn McCool? Uh, Finn McCool is a Celtic, uh, not god, but Finn McCool was big in the Celtic world. Um, kind of about the same time the Vikings were around. And uh, I'm Celtic by origin, so I'm Irish. And so I was like, you know, I've got to at least name something Irish in this, and I can't keep doing all this damn stuff <laughs> on everything. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll stick Finn McCool on something. I uh, I was like, I guess uh, I'm trying to find my gla- which glass it is I'm supposed to be drinking here. Um, Finn McCool was he was the giant, right? Uh, part of he what was what giant they, causeway? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I was I was at Ireland. I was in Ireland. Um, Little over a year ago, and visited Giants Causeway. Okay, nice. Yeah, it was it was very very interesting to, to hear the uh, mythology behind it. What's what's Giants Causeway? I don't it's know a, anything about this. Stuff. It's so it's this. It's there's I, if I recall, there's only two spots on the on the in the world that have these. Um, they're the rock formations that naturally form in hexagons. They're like these weird hexagonal spires. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's one. At Giants Causeway in Ireland, and then there's I think there's one in Scotland as well. And apparently, as the uh, the story goes, Finn McCool and I can't recall the the name of the the Scottish giant would fight amongst one another. Um, yeah, that's as far, about as far as I can remember right now. Yep. I'm sure Brandon will chime in with, you know, the entire history. So probably. <laughs> hey, I got a banner finally. <laughs> I can contribute. Um so, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. So like we named this Finn McCool basically because I'm Irish. The reason why uh, so I'll go into City Union and in a scale and really quick, even though we're not drinking anything from them. So city union brewery is actually a historic Kalamazoo brewery. Um, in what way? It's had three names in its life um, from 1846 to 1915. It ended as Kalamazoo brewery in the middle. It was city union and it started as Coolstream brewery. Um, so we bought the city union name. It's kind of the one in the middle. It was, it was that name, the longest. Um, and I actually found six of their original recipes at the library, uh, right. Yes. In town in downtown (laughs) and copied them and brought them home. So, uh, we'll be able to as close as we can. We're not going to be able to make them exactly because, Yeast don't exist from there. There are some malts that don't exist anymore. Uh, so we're going to come as close as we can to those, um, as well as making a bunch of other stuff, uh, like a scotch ale that we're working on that'll be a smoky scotch ale. Okay. Um, Everybody makes mistakes. That's okay. <laughs> right. J- Jason's real <laughs> partial to smoke here. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I love scotch ale. Uh, and oh, no, scotch ales are fine. 
Okay. Scotchfields are fairly Did I say Scotchfields? It's smoky. Yeah. Smoke. Oh, it's the smoky. Smoke, okay. Smoke and beer just does not belong, man. But it's they know that, and that's malt. Does that help if it's cherry wood? No. no. Okay. <laughs> you know, I at one point when Pilot House was a thing, I was at a I was at a um, a trade show, hanging out in front of their table, and uh, I, I tried their malt, and I almost lost it on their table. And uh, I think that was a cherrywood smoke malt. Anyway, did you try um, the cherrywood smoke malt here? I, I no, I no. When we were there, I didn't. I think I just tried your honey, uh, okay. or the honey malt. But it was funny at that particular event. I won a bag. Like I'm, I'm standing in front of this guy's table, and they're auctioning off shit, and they they draw my name, and and I win the prize, and the prize was a bag of Pilot House smoked malt, and I turned and looked at this guy. <laughs> Who I almost ralphed on his table, and he's like, I'll swap it for something else. And then Inniskalen is the first distillery that was in the village of Bronson, uh, which eventually became Kalamazoo. I like it right here. Okay, cool. Yep. So the village of Bronson became the city of Kalamazoo. Um, So Inniskalen was started in 1831. By a guy named Hosea Hudson, who was actually the first village president of the village of Bronson before what? the city of Kalamazoo. What like nationality is that? Like, uh... Uh, so it's Irish, and okay. it's actually the same town that my family is from in Ireland. Uh, so my family <laughs> is from Inniscale in Ireland, and we have a wee castle there. Hmm. Huh. And so it's I like have a meant to be. family, <laughs> and they've agreed to let me use the wee castle. In the uh, advertisement for Inniskillen Distillery, so um, that's awesome. Yeah, so which is really cool. So I actually like emailed the family and was like, "Hey, can I use this castle picture in this?" And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." That's awesome, man. Yeah. What, so, uh, what do, like is Inniskillen? Is that a is that a town or the town is, Yeah, is a uh, area in County Dundalk in Northern Ireland. Oh, okay. Um, All right. And um, yeah, it's uh, the, so the Maguire clan ruled it until the 1520s basically uh, we were the last irish family to submit to english rule yeah. um so yeah my family comes from uh county cavan oh there you go yeah so that's i i don't know i'd have to look it up but i i spent a lot of time in northern ireland when i was there uh county cavan's like right on the border of yeah, uh, so northern ireland in the scaling castle uh which is a museum is actually maguire castle um, and two thirds of its museum, a third of it's still reserved for family. Um, so when we go over with my son to Galway to drop him off for uni, uh, for his doctorate, we're actually going to spend about a week at our castle down there. That's awesome, great. man. <laughs> man. The green apple is so dry. It is really dry, yeah, yeah, especially is, coming yeah. from the strange. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it sucks it, it all out of my mouth. The whole thing about, like, I referred to this the other day as desert in your mouth. Um, not dessert, <laughs> but desert. Um, you know, most people's complaints about meads is that they're so sweet they can't handle them. The majority of our meads are semi-sweet to dry. Okay. Um, now we're going to do some dessert meads, which they haven't done in the past, but need to be done. Um, but 
I mean, it's a it. This is a very dry meat. If you like a dry white wine, this is the meat for you. It is. It's like a um, and and so like I'm I'm usually partial to like dry ciders, and like this is like it's, it shares those qualities where it, like it it has like the apple, but it's like a yeah, but it's dry and it'll fuck you up. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Randy Smith apple from Michigan. It's dry and it'll fuck you up. Okay. <laughs> so Put that on your bottle review. And they're from right here in Michigan. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, they're grown here. We we try to do everything we absolutely can from Michigan. Um, beyond that, we try to do everything we can from Kalamazoo. We're a Kalamazoo brewery. We want to be focused on Kalamazoo. Um, obviously, we, re- we release stuff all over the state, but uh, our goal is that Kalamazoo is our home, although I'm new to it, but I really want to help promote Kalamazoo and grow what we do in Kalamazoo. Um, even in uh, our tap room, we have we currently we're taking in food donations for a thing called Pagans in Need, which is a food pantry that's located in our building. Um, which is a food pantry that's available to anyone. Anybody can come and get food, uh, free food uh, just by emailing. Um, Does he take like canned food donations and stuff in there? Or? We do. We, yep, we okay. take canned food donations. Anything that's not expired food. Non-perishable. Uh, non-perishable. Okay. People cool. can donate. Um, that's for the month of November. In December, we'll be doing Toys for Tots. Um, in January, the American Heart Association um, so we'll, uh, every month we'll have something that you can donate to um, that everything you donate goes directly to that charity and 10% of our profits also go to that charity. Um, awesome. And then uh, also in December, we'll be announcing our Spirit of Valhalla Award. Um, and that is somebody in Kalamazoo who has made a great advancement in her life after a hardship. Um, and they'll get a gift certificate. And uh, you know, a nice little plaque. Yeah. Uh, that's a spirit of a hollow award, and that's something we'll do every year. Cool. Um, we really want to be Kalamazoo centric. We really want to be Michigan centric. Um, so everything that we can do will be here. Currently, like our merch is hosted on Redbubble, which is a California company. Um, that will be changing very soon. We're moving to Kalamazoo Sportswear. They do the exact same service um, where they offer. Uh, merch on a print-on-demand service, and so we'll be doing that with them um, because we, I want the money to stay here in Kalamazoo or in Michigan. Yeah, that's really cool. I had to get some more water, and you're right. Fourteen percent hits you hard, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, the good news is you guys are at home. Exactly. Are you are you at the meet or the? I'm at the brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, the wife. You, you have a ride home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah. that you're fine. Yeah. So we've got two left. Yep. Just trying to make you pound them. That's all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm already out of the apple. I'm good. <laughs> I went fancy as fuck, so I went with wine flutes. I'll, nice. I'll, I'll pound this. Um, one thing I wanted to ask when you were bringing up the brewery and you found the old recipes, um, 
like what kind of what kind of recipes? Like so, uh, four of them are lagers. Um, one is a Hefeweizen, and one is a Wiesenbach. Okay. So interesting. Yep. So I don't know if we'll make all four of the lagers, uh, but the the original brewery was located at the corner of Portage Avenue and Lake Street. Right. Yeah. 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 Portage Avenue it was a Portage yeah. Street. I don't. Know yeah. Yeah. Portage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was located at the corner of Portage and Lake, and uh, so our first logger will be Lake Street Logger. Cool. And our first porter will be Portage Street Porter. Um, <laughs> and, and that's because I just it, it's honestly to like this is where it was located. It after it was a brewery, it became the Kalamazoo Creamery. Um, they knocked the building down long before I moved here. Um, but they're currently building a new building there now, and it's called the Creamery. Um, so they're at oh. least seeing what it was last um, in that building. What's it going to be? So, is the Creamery, do you know? So the Creamery is, I believe, the bottom floor is retail, and the top floors will be um, apartments and stuff. Apartments and that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, that's um. <clears throat> actually, I have a friend of ours uh, that we know in the running community that works for the. Um, architectural firm there, Bice. There you go. Doing the creamery. Mm. Yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures of this. Yeah, it's going to be apartments and uh, mixed use space, apartments yep. on top and storefronts. Yeah, looks really cool. Yeah, if I had had uh, if they had tall enough ceilings, we probably wouldn't have bought this building and we would have moved there. But wow. um, we right. need we need sixteen foot ceilings minimum for what we do here. So. Is that just because like how high or how tall your fermenters yeah, are? Yeah, how tall the fermenters are and the uh, uh, because of the tower on the distillery, uh, <clears throat> it's going to be super tall. We need those high ceilings for that. Okay. And luckily I have 20 foot ceilings in the that part of the building. So Nice. I've never actually done like a tour of like a proper distillery or anything like that. And so, oh, that's cool. Well, there are a couple in town that you could tour. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I if should. you wait six months, yeah. I should be golden. You can just tour here. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You may you may know somebody here to help you with that. <laughs> you can get the inside scoop, Brian. Come on, right? Oh. Oh, what do we got next? Oh. I'm just finishing up green apple. My mouth. Well, needs you want to do it? We probably got to do apple, cinnamon, vanilla. Oh, that's like should I go microwave it? Uh, no, because <laughs> I'm not terrible. Because gonna... <laughs> the mango is different, so we'll have to do that one last. Yeah, the mango has a little the pepper right there, right? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little different. Um, and I'll tell you, Tom, I, I pretty much uh, ran out of questions that we we uh, kind of put together before the show started. So uh, I'm just impressed that I knew before, like twelve hours before, that you wanted me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so uh yeah yeah uh coming coming clean we were gonna have tom on last week or the week before and uh i asked him and and he agreed and then i kind of i got drunk that night and then i forgot <laughs> that i asked him so th thanks tom for coming back to the show oh yeah <laughs> i was gonna say it's it's a it's it's a struggle it's um, trying to get the show booked even the day before the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I had like 48 hours notice on this bitch, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally we do okay. <laughs> I, I've got it this time. So, you know, next week we're going to do a style that'll be posted shortly after the show. And in two weeks we'll have uh, Omega uh, East on on November 30th. So Lance, the owner. Very nice. Lance uh, Shaner from Omega East is going to come on. We're going to talk Omega um, and, and learn their history. So two weeks in advance, this I think is far out as we've ever been booked before. Should, should we spoil uh, so, our uh, our special country star uh, episode? Even though we, uh, we haven't booked, we haven't nailed that down yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, yeah we're, we haven't, uh, haven't quite yet. But why not? We are, we are working on on uh, on getting one of our. Uh, Michigan's uh, uh, famous country uh, music stars on to to probably go off topic and do like a whiskey episode. For <laughs> it probably will be, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know like shit it. about whiskey, and, and I think I'm sure he does. So I think that'll be I mean, fun. I'm, I'm sure that's just going to be a drunk fest, sitting here <laughs> bullshit. And, uh, what that's going to be. Like. So I've already <laughs> done a whiskey episode on Three Pagans on Tap. How to go? Yeah, and it was I did it while I was in Traverse City. Um, literally like sitting outside on Grand Traverse Bay. So I'm sure it was gorgeous. I don't remember anything after the first <laughs> So and I always I always like get five things. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pick you know, like a shitty one and a good, better, best, and uh, amazing. Um <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's not good. Sam so, Ross comment, she's one of our contacts for for Drew Jacobs, so yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you said yeah, yeah. She's setting it up. We're, we're so we're we're trying to work it out to uh, to have Drew Jacobs come on and do an episode with us. Uh, awesome, and and that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Let me know when you guys do that because I definitely want to watch. I uh, he, he's a cool dude. I hung out with him once. Uh, yeah, his <clears throat> they they uh, Sam and and uh, her husband Travis do uh, nearly all of his music videos. Uh, okay, their production company is Ripjaw Media. They okay. are phenomenal. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know anything about media companies, but as far as like music videos go, like it's nothing short of what you expect to see on like old MTV, I guess. Before, like it's and it's, it's just like TV. it's it's, it's when like, they actually did music videos. videos. That's yeah, what you mean. yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's what's the like, thing is what looks amazing. really cool on CMT. It's also, though, uh, Ripjaw Media is who's going to come to our rescue and help us with that terrible fucking intro. And, <laughs> we might uh, even turn, turn the volume down. <laughs> turn the volume down on that a little bit. So, um, super, super excited to be working with Ripjaw and, and really appreciate all that they're going to help us do, uh, and especially with the intro to do Jacob. So uh, I was going to make a comment, too, just looking at our site tonight and trying to, to figure out Facebook, you know, we're very close to 200 viewers. I think if, if the people that are watching that haven't liked, if you haven't liked, go like our page, we'll, we'll, we'll get up to that 200 mark. Um, smash that like button. Smash that like button. <laughs> Hit the little I bell. like the little head twitch um, with that too. <laughs> it, it hurts me to say it. That's why. And then, uh, and then, you know, here, if we can, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's a shameless plug to have Drew, Drew Jacobs on, come on and, and uh, get us some exposure and, and hopefully we can, you know, drink some whiskey with him and, and educate him on some some beer brewing someday. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's just to kind of help us get our name out there a little bit more. I mean, shit, so, we'll leave it up to him if he wants to drink beer with us. I'll fucking crush hams yeah. or whatever. Like, whoa, yeah. hams, <laughs> hams is the shit, man. 
Yeah, I'm I'm the beer snob in the group. I think probably. <sighs> so no, you know everybody's got to have a macro go to. You know, there, there's yep. you know craft is I, good, craft is great. Even I, even I know many craft brewers who still have a macro go to. Define macro. Does founders not count? Miller Coors. Technically. Yeah, technically founders count, so I'm good. I've got a lot of Yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so technically. Uh, <laughs> so I think, uh, I think, I think wise, yeah, I'm good. But like if you want me to drink a hams or a PBR or a Bud or a Miller, I'm I'm just not that guy. Um now Man. there are some really good brews in England that are macro breweries over there that I love. Okay. Um, Guinness, for instance, or mm-hmm. which is Ireland, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, Newcastle. Um, I love a black and tan done the correct way with Newcastle and Guinness. Um, is that the official black and tan? That's the official black and tan. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's, I'm actually okay. started with Newcastle and Guinness. Um, so I'm fine with those, but man, like. I don't know. Does Yingling count, or are they still a micro? They're still a micro. No, they're, 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 yeah. they're they're not a micro. They're craft. They're craft. Um, okay, oh, Sam Adams. Okay. That's just Sam Adams the, is craft. So craft, Sam yeah. Adams is craft because uh, Sam Adams owns the American Craft uh, Brewers Association. Like that, they they are the, the Brewers Association, uh, is the right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, they it's they Sam Adams that dictates who is craft and who isn't craft. But they're Boston beer. Yeah. But yeah, but Boston beer is craft because they, uh, they, they, they dictate who. Uh, Every time they uh, they they, they make too their many barrels, barrels in a year, up, they they up it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're making one hundred and twenty thousand barrels now, so that's now craft beer. Oh, it's yeah, um, I think now. Yeah, it's two hundred thousand maybe or something. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh. It, it, I think I think there's there's some there's some American uh, macros that have their place and and honestly it's the thing that I think I think craft breweries and microbreweries need to do more of is is doing some good craft lagers I mean because lagers have uh, it's uh, you know everybody thinks it's Bud Light or it's Budweiser right. and it's you know it's it's uh, sex in a canoe basically right and right uh, there's no flavor and and no life and uh, we've had some really good ones in fact speaking of hams and, and a shout out to David Jones who just He's in our club and he just brewed a hams clone, which according to him, you know, he just thinks of hams while he's brewing it. But it came out pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> I think of hams while I'm brewing it? Shit. Yeah. I don't know that I could do that. I may think and, of big mouth beer while I'm brewing, but whatever. That's amazing. Man, no, he did a great job making this hams clone. I I, I, I meant to do a side-by-side last night. I didn't. And, or the night before. And I, so I'm, I'm, that might be... Uh, an after show for me if I can <laughs> 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 whatever. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Hmm. And across the board, we're all hammered down. Um yeah, I so our brewery, so City Union, will do those original ones. But I'm my goal, and I think I've I've at least talked to Jason and Brian about this, is I really want to work with home brewers on stuff um, and doing some, you know, bring me your beer. Let's sit down and talk about it and see what we can do here. 
Um, you know, we're going to make more than you can make at home, probably. Um, even on our one barrel system uh, or two barrel system, I guess, because we have two one barrel systems here. But, uh, you know, let's talk about it. If you're interested in brewing, if you're interested in making mead, if you're interested in distilling, come talk to me when you're in the Kalamazoo area. I really want to work with you. I really want to figure out how we can make that work. I'm not about making shit that I like. Um, I'm about making stuff that people want to buy, but I'm also about making weird shit that like three people <laughs> in the world like. <laughs> you got that seven, uh, you know, gallon system coming soon. So yeah. right, exactly. That's the, that's the reason why I'm doing small systems. You know, I'm going to keep the one barrel system we have even after we go to go to the two three barrel systems because. I want to be able to make small stuff and do things in small batches and try it, see what people think. Mm-hmm. So if you're local, keepers of the craft, cold, whatever it is, club, me up, club, whatever, club. Keepers have my attention more. Sorry, guys. Um, but, but that's because Brian actually comes and talks to me all the time. Um, but yeah. Anybody who's interested in home brewing locally, if you want to make more, come talk to me. We'll figure something out. Um, we can make it happen. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we. I. I, I honestly think that Kalamazoo. Com. I, dude. Yeah, we have. We have one more bottle to go. I'm almost there. I know. In in my right. my yes, home you all brew so long opinion, drink, I drink two or three of these. <laughs> yeah, you've been so, you've been fucking tossing down the flutes like so. Uh, so the mango habanero, which we were next on to. Do I need to roll this or anything? Yes. Yep. Yeah, roll okay. it. Take it. Whatever. Just open it's it. Not carbonated. So fucking. <laughs> Hold on. Just put it in your mouth. It. Swish it around. Right. Like swish it around. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> because right. this is the only unfiltered product we do. So it's full of mango pulp. You guys have a filter? We do, yeah. We have a... Uh, oh, yeah. If but I yeah, could get another room, it's, it's I would show you milky. the filter. But yeah. We have a, I don't know, 24 or 36 filter um, that allows us to filter down to uh, 0.3 micron all the way up to about 3 micron. And so we can filter shit all the way down to yeast mitigation, all the way up to clarifying. Yeah, that's when a, you, uh, when you mix it, it's way different. I was like, yeah, like, once, like this is what I get out of the bottle after it's been Right, mixed. it's like drinking a hazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's now a juicy IPA. I, I was looking at the top of the bottle and it was crystal clear. Yeah, now it's yeah. like... Uh, yeah. So it's, it's just the... So there's the mango three. pulp. Okay, cool. Yep. So literally, that's just mango pulp that's in the bottom. You mix it around. It fills up. If you buy this product and you don't mix it, you're not getting the flavor. So you're only getting apple at that point. You're not getting the mango. Okay. God, and I don't want to get a mango habanero. It's what? good. Uh, no, no, nothing. <laughs> Yours is like clear as shit, dude. This isn't it. This is, he hasn't, okay. he hasn't made it there yet. The green apple. 
not green apple. Yeah, uh, drink, Brian. Come on. Uh, apple vanilla. Everybody somewhere. else. Which again tastes already. different than when I've I've had it in the meadery. Uh, it smells like a dessert. It smells like a pie. Um, and I've never got that. So you're on before. apple cinnamon vanilla. Yeah. 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 That's what I was. I was gonna say the I nose talked about it. Grandma's apple pie. Yeah, it smells. It smells like an apple pie. Uh, and I never got that at the meadery because I've just been too distracted. Well, it's cold. But it's like fantastic. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's you know it's at thirty four degrees or forty degrees. So and, and I chilled mine before this. It's been sitting in like a cool approach. Hey, why was that ever Brian. created? Why? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> All right, this one's for you, Brandon. And then he just he just hit and the he just, F5 button. I wonder again. if he like unplugged his computer or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hit back and hit F5 again. Yeah, he just kicked himself off. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. Where's that Brian? banner? Bring that banner back. That's the second time I've done that tonight. Uh, <laughs> computer stuff is hard. And I don't know. I don't know why I'm in the industry. <clears throat> I keep slamming my hand down on my keyboard and hitting F5 and refreshing you my need browser. Drew, you need to hit Drew's <laughs> comment now. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for the count. God damn it. And Samantha's. <laughs> yeah. That, that would actually be... row, dude. Come they, on. Come on. They, they probably know. That would have been the, the, else. Yeah. the seltzer episode. If we would have gone like one more seltzer, I think we could have seen Brian just fucking fall over in the chair. So. <laughs> I, um, I've talked to his wife. Yes, that's probably. <laughs> and I was gonna. I was gonna say. I don't. I don't know if the details of that night are exactly public, but it was a. It was a. It was. It was like a weird night in the Stevens uh, Cranston household. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so come on, you need to hit Brandon's comment and Samantha's comment, just so we have it all. Oh, wait. Mm. Yep. yep. Just blacked out. And Brian. All right. Cool. <laughs> all right. Cool. Technically, all of those are true. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I'm. I'm actually not even conscious right now. It's just. Uh, yeah. I'm going off of habit and. and, and the little power. thing about this one is, if you mix it. I mean, it definitely. Fuck. Oh, he got rid of him. <laughs> 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 so you, all right, don't get rid of yourself. If you get rid of the, if you right. put this one in, like, and you mix it correctly, it looks almost like OJ. It does. You got good lighting there. I, that's one thing I got to fucking fix too is my lighting. But I literally have fluorescence. <laughs> that's all. Now they're LED fluorescence, but still fluorescence. It's like I don't even have my like true setup because all of my green screen and real lighting fits at home. But it's still almost a little drier though than some of the others. Huh? It is dry. Uh, yep. say it's yeah, like quite dry. It's pretty. It's pretty it's tart. Very dry. It is. It is. Yeah, the tart. But yeah. it's um, and I don't know if so. Brian, have you tried it with here with the Mountain Dew in it? <laughs> what? No, I'm sorry. What? So <laughs> no, so I did that. With I've him. decided yeah. to like play with mixed drinks. Here at Valhalla, which is the kind of the tap room that we have. So I do our mango habanero 
And I actually do our older mango habanero, which doesn't have any of the pulp, but has more heat um, in it with mixed half and half Mountain Dew. And then we have a blackberry ginger mead that we do now called Dark Angel that I mix with Coke. <laughs> and surprisingly, sells amazingly well. That sounds fantastic. Say, the second one sound, sounds right. I, I want to ask the origin of the Mountain Dew mixture. So <laughs> I'm addicted to Mountain Dew. Okay. That's the... that's the, It's super good. It Mountain really Dew, is good. It's like my favorite pop. Um, and, you know, if I'm wrong, Christianity-wise, I'm fireproof. So... I'm good. I'm good um, so, Jason, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> because the lab is. Mountain Dew has fire retardant in it. So, anyway, so, I'm like, where in the fuck is this going? <laughs> we don't have rails anymore. But there are in Mountain Dew and Diet Mountain Dew in the states. There's a product in it that is actually a fire retardant that is not available in Diet Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew outside of the United States. There's a surprising amount of products that that have shit like that in it. Right, exactly. It's called water. <laughs> no, it's not called water. Wow. <laughs> First world privilege showing, Jason. <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> He said first world privilege is showing. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, can you please put up Travis's comment, Brian? Well, it's, it's actually because I have to Google this shit. It's called uh, Brominated Vegetable Oil BVO. It's actually yep. in 10% yep. of the uh, sodas sold in the United States. So uh, if, we call, if we call Brian Drunk one more time, he'll be sent back to the seventh dimension of hell. Yeah. The good news is if he drinks Diet Mountain Dew or regular Mountain Dew, he has brominated vegetable oil in him, and he'll be fireproof. I'm, I'm good, man. You can just fucking call me Dante. Oh. Like... <laughs> 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 so again, a f in this case, a fairly dry mead. Um, if yeah. you do the mix here that I do at the at Valhalla, um, with the diet mandu, it's no longer. I'll, you know what? When I come down, it's I'll got, try like, some it. Spritziness and okay. stuff, maybe. Like, I did. Yeah. I, tr I tried it at the bar with with Tom. It was really good. Yep. It, it it balances it out really well. It fits with the the and it actually. Fits, I, I yeah. think some of the spice in it. Yeah, um, you normally I agree. Don't get. I, it's like the 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 carbonation or the sugar kind of lightens that up a little or brightens yeah. it up. Yeah, lightens it up. I could actually so. see this just on its own being carbonated a little bit, like like a killing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. Do you guys was, plan on doing any like a uh, like low ABV like carbonated meads or anything well, like that at any point? Well, in time, carbonated, or? maybe. Okay. Uh, low ABV, yes. We're currently working on uh, several meads that will be, um, you know, set up for lower ABV and sweeter. Mm -hmm. We know there are people out there who like dessert meads. Um, the previous owner didn't wasn't interested in that we are mm -hmm. um so we will be making some sweeter meads that have a lower abv and will be kind of like you know the gateway drug 
to real meat. <laughs> how, how about how about meats? Just because this is you know my own preference, so just curiosity. How about lower ABV? Because I love mead, but I also like drinking, so volume is good. Um, but lower ABVs that are semi sweet. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there as well. So Sweet. I currently have a uh, apple cider that we're doing. Um, that's a it's a weird mix. So it's uh, two kinds of apples with eleven seventy one B, two kinds of apples with eleven uh, eighteen. Um, which the first one kind of I stopped it at eight percent. The second one, I stopped at about 4%. So once we mix them together, um, it'll be four different kinds of apple cider, uh, hard, but we'll average about 6% alcohol. Um, and we'll be sweet and tart at the same time. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's totally how I dig it. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I like tartness is a priority for me in my, in my ciders. Um, Sweetness is like an afterthought, but I, I so do what like do you a little bit of sweetness here? for sure. A Tatsu beer? No, the Tatsu that we have. The meat. Oh, I like Tatsu. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I we, say, have a, uh, we have a plum mead here that tastes kind of like sake uh, called Tatsu that's only on tap here at Valhalla. That sounds um, amazing. It, it is. It's great. It, it's a little, little sake part. too. No, go ahead. Tom. I'm sorry. I'm fucking. No, go I, ahead. I'm drunk and I'm talking. No, Don't it's it's, talk. it, it's it's got a little bit of like a like an astringency to it. Like it's like a not in, but not in a bad way. Like it, um, it's like a it's like a tart, dry, fruity, like dark fruit, like sort of like yeah, drink. Like I don't know. that's all I had to say. Holy shit. <laughs> so, can you repeat that? I don't know. I don't know. Can you put up Drew's uh Drew Doster's last comment? Well, oh yeah, the uh, fucking the fucking right, yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I know I know, I know my name yeah. backward is yeah. Nerb. So I have no idea how to say your name backwards. Nerb Snippets. Nerb Snippets. Nerb Snippets. Yeah. <laughs> don't say it three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't fucking summon me to your house unless you want like, to <laughs> like, looking bring fourteen percent of me to get you. I have no idea what that says. Drunk. I need to put on my glasses. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. It's not just me. It's spelled backwards. <laughs> oh, Byron, exactly. Byron, Byron. Uh, so, so, yeah. So we we have we have. I'm, I'm I'm we're we're off topic now. We're embracing. We've decided that we're embracing off topic discussions on our show. Now that's absolutely that's just who we are. So there is a a. Have you ever heard of Lord Byron? I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So it's been decided by people that are outside of my control that I Isn't that people that don't everyone? give a shit what you think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your Lord Byron. That, well, that I look like him, especially uh, when I didn't used to have a beard. Well, probably oh, exactly when I didn't used to have. Hold on. Yeah, I, I got it. I got this shit. Don't worry about it. You keep talking. And so for like I, I embraced it, but like it does it does kind of fucking look like me. Like, especially when I like 
did not have my beard and like i was gonna say when when you didn't shit. have the uh yeah. <laughs> right, so jason put the it man. up put a picture i'm getting there i'm getting there i'm getting there he's got to switch to his other browser that doesn't have like all the porn like like if when (laughs) if i didn't have my fucking like hairy face if you didn't have the jufro too but whatever um it's that back when i just i used to just have like a little mini goatee and like that was fucking it like it's hard for me to remember those dirt days. Stash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dirt stash. Yeah. The dirt stash. Let me see if I can find it. Any... Where is Kanye? We can find some for sure. Oh my God, I've yeah. Tom, uh, my mom used to come on our like live streams and just like fucking like link pictures of me like as a child. We would occasionally do like after shows. Yeah. And like Zoom calls and stuff. And she would just like show up and be like, Hi, I'm Brian's mom. <laughs> and I, mean, I love my mom. She's great. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, even I can go back on Facebook and find, find you with the frosted tips. That's pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah. I've seen oh, that. the 90s I've seen party. That yeah. Oh, that, that was, oh, that was man, from a 90s uh, party. That wasn't actually. That was from a '90s party, like a couple. Oh, oh. oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Wait, yeah, no, right. no, no. That's so. That's two. No, that's not even frosted tips, dude. No, no. That was just. That was just. Uh, that was just somebody oh, for, sharing for, that to for, me for comparison. Right. To, yeah. Who the fuck? Oh, Brian I was gonna say, how many? Him? How many people do you have sharing Brian's stuff to you? Uh, do don't, you, don't, you guys don't need to worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's here we go. Yeah, oh yeah, there's the frost yep. for chips. But that was a '90s chips. party. That was only a couple of years ago, and that was you know what? Crayon. It doesn't matter. You used to look like that. <laughs> like, dude, that kind of looks like Lord Byron. But yeah, yeah. Find one that looks like streaming. Lord Byron, I guess. I'm just yeah. streaming your fucking Facebook photo page. Thanks for that. <laughs> Good lord, what a douche! Oh. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think I've seen that one before. I don't know how the hell we got on this, uh, but it's fun. Shana, I'm enjoying it. What have you done? You so, haven't shown me that one. Okay. I hope, I hope she's asleep. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Side by side. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> side by side with Lord Byron. Oh, man. Where are my computer skills? Oh, they need to be looking oh, yeah. at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my gosh. <laughs> That's pretty fucking amazing. So, so Travis, fucking Travis Ross, yeah, uh, came up with that shit. So, uh, I've, 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 I've been Byron uh, in, in certain circles ever since. Thanks, Makes Travis. Sense. I don't know if I'll ever call you anything else ever again. <laughs> nope. They're, oh, here's about half the people in our friend circle don't. So yeah, I, love it. I, <laughs> I used to. Shout and out to kind of like, Media. They're 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 sitting there at their computers editing <laughs> this shit up for it. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, the watermelon and the. If that is from Travis, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my god that's Travis did, fucking uh, amazing uh, yes know. if somebody just did that on the fly that's amazing I don't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes so, 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 why, why i grew up my beard 
Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's okay. All the pictures are from the 80s. So Samantha said that was me. Samantha Ross. It was. Yep. <laughs> good going, Samantha. Um, you said do all sorts of fun shit. The good news is, like, all the pictures of me from, like, because I'm old, from the, like, early 80s through the mid-80s when I had a moulet, a which you all would call a mullet, but I wanted to be French, <laughs> don't really exist. So, <laughs> unless my wife posted them. And most of the early ones she doesn't have when I had, like, two-tone mullets. Is, is that a thing? Two-ton? Is that what you uh, said? Two-tone or two-ton? Because there's a uh, big tone. difference between those. Okay. Oh, to- okay. Yeah, tone. yeah. I get tone. I get tone. Yeah. So blonde on top, brown on the sides, <laughs> and then a really long braid of, of, like, blonde down the front. Yeah. What was that, man? Yeah, that was, like, wasn't it, like, one of the country stars that had something like that? Like, Randy um, Travis I was or something? In a, like, a rock band in the 80s and played bass, and so oh, I was... I, I play bass. Yeah. You, so you're not a musician either. Cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're a guest, so I won't insult you. But so uh, glad like, Travis and Sam are on the, on the show for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why I ended up spending 30 years of my career as a monitor engineer and not as a bass player. Yeah, you're you're an audio engineer, kind of by trade, right? Like a- I am. Yeah, I'm an audio engineer and designer by trade yep i guess That's just great. out of curiosity since you know what's your uh what's your rig of choice what for, like? what? for bass uh so guild harkey yep and a 1967 fender jazz Oh man, that's real close. That I mean, not, I don't have the time frames, but that's real close that I have. I got a heart key head and uh, uh, jazz uh, American jazz bass special. Yep. So I have a uh, like a seventy guild harkey and a sixty seven Fender jazz. Oh, beautiful. All yep. Right. That I bought for ridiculously cheap. You got it back in the day, or yeah, I got it in the '90s. So I bought a '67 Fender Jazz in the '90s for 150 bucks. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> <We're just laughs> Holy shit! Sorry, we're not All talking right. music. Yeah, <laughs> Jason covered That's, me up. I was, I was like, oh shit! I just my so keyboard. my 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 base cab and everything sitting in this cabinet behind me. So that's that's where I have. I got my head down below the the cabinet underneath it. And yeah, I know, can't got, do that. I have six ten or eight tens. Oh, in my heartbeat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a huge rig. No, this is this is just four tens. So <laughs> I, might, I might I might be hitting my space bar while I'm trying to wipe the meat off of my keyboard. I have no idea. <laughs> so, so, it's not what it looks like. Oh, there goes Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he had F5 again. God damn it. Three times in one episode. <laughs> in a game of where the Byron go. No, it's actually just fun to remove him from stream. Right <laughs> <laughs> that was me again. Hold on. I yeah. No, it's it's an excuse to buy a new keyboard, I guess maybe. So where did the topic go again? So just so you guys know, <clears throat> I spent thirty years in the entertainment industry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking so go for it. I toured with bands. 
I designed sets for movies and television shows um, and then decided, fuck it, I'll start brewing. Um, I brewed when I was at home, when I was off the road. Um, so I would sit at home and brew because I was, you know, like three months without a gig and nobody would hire me. So I started doing that. And then when I moved to Michigan 15 years ago, I started an AV company and did a lot of breweries up in the Grand Rapids area where my wife is from and designed all their AV systems. And they would call me and say, Hey, you want to come in while I'm brewing this? And I just learned the gig from that, from the uh, bigger scheme of things rather than just home brewing. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Yep. Brandon's right. You better get a good mechanical keyboard. Yep. <laughs> Although it will keep your wife up because it's fucking loud as shit. I'll, I'll get some browns they, or something less clacky. I was like, yeah, they don't. I got the uh, keyboard I just picked up. It's got reds in it. And it's like, I can, I'm like, I don't know how much of that you can hear. No, not, not too bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, and bad. I was I'm fucking slamming on it. I think it's, I have the same uh, keyboard Travis Ross does. And he got the. Oh, what is it? The blues or whatever that are super tactile. So his have a lot more click. But. I just poured. No, I, I just realized I'm doing all this shit. I'm engaging with people and, and things like that. And my mechanical keyboard is right under the microphone. So I don't know if all my shit's coming through. But no, I'm not, not it's it. a mechanical keyboard. What's that? You may think it's a mechanical keyboard, but if it's not making a ton of noise, it's probably not. Oh no, it's a mechanical keyboard. I paid a lot for these Cherry MX red switches. <laughs> yeah, if they're, if, they're, if they're reds, they're not going to be as loud. I think it's the blues that are that are super loud. Now I can hear that. Louder in order yeah, to be it's, not, it's not super awful though. It kind of sounds watery almost. Sounds beautiful. All right, <laughs> Brian, chug a uh, mead. Yeah, no, I, I'm done. I actually poured done? my sixth. Yeah, I, I, I poured more strain. That's not so. done, dude. This is done. Oh, there you go. Oh, but but this is this is my sixth. This is more strange. Uh, dude. I went back I for some green apple. My the last <laughs> of my BBA. All right, all right. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. And we are an yeah. hour thirty-four into this podcast. I, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we usually run anywhere from between like an hour to an hour, like thirty, hour thirty-five, yeah. forty, yeah. whatever. So like, I'm used yeah. to this. So yeah. you go back. What, what was seltzer? We got shit faced in seltzers and lasted a long. Well, it felt like forever and ever. <laughs> right. And ever. It was only an hour twenty. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we so are out of 14 meat. minutes longer than that. Out of need to try anyway. Out, out ish. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless Brian's going to sit here and, and pound these, uh, the rest of these. I'll, um, I'll drive you guys dessert meats. We'll do like a, we'll do like a dessert I, meat episode. I still have like your, um, I think it's your Balaton. Yeah, yeah. I still got, I, still got I was going to say earlier, I still have one of your old bottles of maple wine. Oh my God! You have the last one that exists, then. Yeah, yeah. Bring it in from Jordan. Bring it yep. in so I can taste it. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Bring it yeah, in. Yeah. Like this. This is this is Brian making alcohol in the first year of his like hobby. That's so. okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I it's, it's what four or five years old though. N- no nutrients added. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's but it's good to hear, like, to taste what other people are making. Um, not back sweetened. I can't make stuff better than that if I don't know what other people are making. That's fair. That's fair. No, I, I I recall. I were. I mean, I liked whatever you made enough to make my own, and I've still got you know, eight, 10, you know, wine bottles full of maple wine in my basement as well. Like I said, I just, all, I what are you do, drinking? What's that? I'm yeah. I was, I was like, hold up, hold up. That was a fucking can. A can of something. Yeah. I just Uh-oh. went off topic myself. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you crack a hams? No, that's something. I, I would. Ferndale. Uh, Eastern market company. Hold on. Uh, is that, is that the Skittles? Uh, watermelon Jolly Rancher. Oh, okay. Oh wow! Nice. Uh, yeah, it, it, too bright. Lights too bright. Sour or not? <laughs> Sour seltzer. <laughs> Fuck that! I've literally never had a seltzer. Oh man, I love them. I got one, I've got one brewing right now. Like I can make them. I just don't know how to start. They actually. They actually put watermelon Jolly Ranchers in these. Um, really? So they, they actually used the candy. They made a hard seltzer base and then added uh, watermelon Jolly Ranchers. That's an amazing um, idea. It tastes fantastic. You know, when really when I was my very first year at Homebrew Fest, I met a guy. I had made this watermelon beer and I juiced like 11 watermelons. Um, and I made it, you know, purely from watermelon juice. It was it. it skyrocketing like 13 14%. It was pretty fucking rough to drink. Just uh but it was just my experience. But I went to Homebrew Fest, I met this guy. I tried this watermelon wheat that he brewed. It was amazing and I, I got all excited to talk to him. I'm like, "How did you do this watermelon? Like I just did all of this went through all this hell and it made this shitty beer." And he's like, "Watermelon Jolly Ranchers." <laughs> yeah, I brewed a wheat beer and I threw a bag of watermelon Jolly Ranchers in it. And I'm like, holy shit. And then here yeah. they did it um, with a seltzer and it's fantastic. So the thing is, if you want to make banana flavored shit, right? Get the yeah, yeah. banana flavored taffy laffy. Laffy taffy runs. Laffy taffy. That, yeah. Because yep. that shit huh. tastes like what bananas used to taste like in the U.S. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it, I so fun thing from my college years. I made banana flavoring uh, from lemon peel. Col- or nice. chemistry class. Yep. <laughs> right. Okay. After you dropped that acid, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, te- technically, no I think it was an acid. <laughs> I mean, so laffy taffy banana is actually the taste of the original banana flavor that was. Huge in the states before Panama disease hit them all. It killed the banana prop uh, crops, and then we ended up with Cavendish banana. I was gonna say, does don't doesn't that happen like every you know like fifty years or something like that, where they end up having a an issue with the banana crops, and we end up getting different uh, genuses of bananas. Hmm. Like, so the good news is Cavendish. like so the guys who originally did the Cavendish, which is the kind of like the banana we have today. Mm -hmm. They have the original genus of the original banana we had here in the States, which made everybody super happy. 
which is what Laffy Taffy tastes like. So they have repropagated that in Miami. But with enough Cavendish that it doesn't get the Panama disease. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. So that is now available to the quote unquote general public. You have to actually order it from Miami. But we I'm actually ordering a bunch of that uh mashed so that I can add it to a mead so that you'll oh, have a delicious. happy taffy taste, which nice. is the original banana taste mead. I would say so. So Brian and I had to mule uh, some homebrew around the state yesterday for a, a club competition that we're we're or we have right. organized. Yep. And uh, we stopped over at Ferndale Market or Ferndale Project Eastern Market, whatever. And while we were, while we were there, I, I, you know, we picked up some, and I, uh, I I bought a couple of these seltzers, and there's another one I have called the Skittle Seltzer, and they thought that they were out. And then they, they found a case and they, they gave me one. And then the guy at the table next to us like bought the rest of it. Right. <laughs> and I get it now. Like this, this is really, did you get any of that, Brian? Did you buy a Skittles? I actually think that I got a can or two. They didn't really? sell all of it. Yeah. That guy. I I mean, it's, it's, it's is it, good. is yeah. it really? I, mean, I haven't tried the Skittles, but the watermelon is very good. Say, so. I've got a, like I said, I've got a, uh, We've got a seltzer going right now that has yet to have flavoring put in it. So throw a handful of Jolly Ranchers in there, man. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's it's seltzer. Fuck it. Why not? Okay. You know? right. exactly. It cost me like eight bucks to make or something. Right. <laughs> it's it's alcoholic seltzer, so whatever. Yep. Yep. All right, Tom. What's in your glass right now? Uh my glass? Yeah. Uh, wait, the- Oh, is, I got I got more of the strange. Yeah, Dude, I, I did. I did more strange too. So I I, I, I have to save some for my wife because I mean it's something that's going to be up her alley. But you that, know what? that and the apple one. Hold on. Oh, so is that Holy Grail? It is Holy Grail. Holy Grail is one of my favorites. Yeah, and I, I can't wait till that's like uh, for sale. For sale. So this is a raspberry mead that we've started making. Uh, since I came on board. So it's raspberry, apple, mead. It's actually what's in the bottle that I showed you earlier. This one. And uh, Brian, what do you think? I usually order that first or second every time I come in. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's um, <laughs> It's sweet. It's 14%. It's barrel aged. Um, so it's probably in my top three. Yeah. My number one is our blackberry ginger. That's the strange dark, dark angel. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I love dark angel too. So dark angel is by far my favorite. And then number two would be, uh, for me, the blackberry are the, uh, apple cinnamon vanilla, that is now mold to so the mold wine that'll be available to him or sick for Krampus knocked. Yeah, that's that's just super dangerous. Like yeah, and then Holy Grail is my third. Yeah. So Holy Grail would have been in my second until I made this new shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like 
um, like the Holy Grail is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with a name like Holy Grail, huh? I said with a name like Holy Grail. Right. Yeah. So it's in a raspberry apple mead, barrel aged, and it's super sweet. Not like over, not cloyingly sweet, sweet, but good. Um, Loki is a blueberry cherry, which is one of the new ones we've made. And it's, I don't know, how do you explain it, Brian? It's like, it starts sweet and finishes dry. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I think of it as a more dry and uh, wood forward uh, holy mm-hmm. grail. Okay. That, that's how I think of it as. Okay. So you're a sweet person then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. 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 <laughs> um, a little more smoke. I, I, I can. So I can so you appreciate. Have a sweet yeah. Yeah. I can appreciate dry things and, um, right. and I do like them. It's just, uh, yeah, my palate does gravitate towards sweet stuff more, yep. but on a certain scale, it has to be balanced. It can't be right. like, oh, God. Yeah. Right, yeah, I can't just eat like a spoonful of sugar and be happy with right. it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with like cloying if it's a dessert mead. Okay, so if it's a dessert mead and that's what it's meant for, to sip three or four ounces at the end of a meal. Yeah. Oh I'm yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. We haven't Red, made it yet, good. but it's it's on our radar. To make um so loki is a blueberry cherry but it starts depending on your palate sweet and finishes dry or it starts dry and finishes sweet um yeah i'm, I'm a sweet a weird, dry it's a weird product yeah um and that's why we named it loki because it's kind of the trickster of a mead Oh, that's cool. Okay, I like, get that. Loki is the trickster of a god. Um, so it either starts sweet and finishes dry or starts dry and finishes sweet. Would you just chug? What? Would you just chug? That's the end of the Holy Grail. Oh, like, okay, okay, oh, oh, Holy Grail. God, yeah. It's not chugging. Catch <laughs> up, Brian. I, I guess when you have like a, a flute, yeah. I mean, I can't, right, I can't, exactly. I can't say much. I've been, you know, drinking little guys all night. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm out of like a questions for you, Tom, and like, right. and we're at almost two hours. So. Yeah, yeah. Jason Jordan, you guys good? No, I think we're good. I think it's got to go before. Jason, before Jason goes, <laughs> I've been following Chad just to make sure, like, we're not missing anything, but. uh Guys, please, if you're in Kalamazoo, uh, once this three-week uh, moratorium is over, hopefully right. that's all it is. If it's longer, it's fine. I want us to be healthy. Um, right, yeah. As soon as it's safe, fucking come visit Valhalla. Well, you guys are doing uh, like growler fills and shit. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, Valhalla's doing growler fills and bottle sales at this point. So, so anybody the, can call my personal number. So it's my personal cell at 616-318-9203. And that'll actually come to my, my cell phone. 
and I will prepare it for you and have it ready when you arrive. The the prices are like beyond reasonable. Um, you guys, if you live in Kalamazoo, they have a like a mug club membership. It's like a hundred dollars a year. You get nine ounce pours instead of five ounce pours. Um, and like a dollar off of those as it is two, and a shirt, and a mug. Uh, right. And a lap dance from Brian. Dude, I'll, no. I'll fucking like, I'll fucking flat my dick in front of you. Like, if that's what you want, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, you put it in such poetic wow. terms. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, that's just just like a go. How can trout. we not sell out now? <laughs> right on. So, but, uh, uh, wow. The, you Thank you, Brian. Yeah, yeah. For being willing to do that, so I don't have to. <laughs> so, uh, uh, on that next week, folks, we're we're probably going to have a style episode. Um, maybe, maybe something else. I don't know, but if it's a style, it'll it'll most likely be a holiday uh, themed um, beer. We're still working out the details on that. November thirtieth. Uh, shut up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> November thirtieth, we'll have uh, we'll have Lance from uh, Omega uh, Yeast on. We're going to get yep. our, our our science on and talk all about yeast and with uh so jason let me interrupt because i can i'm on this episode (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love omega yeast yeah we're gonna start using a bunch of their shit in what we do cool nice um, because they're interested in what we do and creating strains for us so, yeah, you guys are amazing. I, I, right. I, I don't want to spoil much, but after we we did have a, a quick meeting with him and our with our homebrew club, and after after meeting with Lance, like I'm a lot more of a fan of Omega than I was before, so I'll be using their stuff. Quite yeah, a not, not that I wasn't, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's, he's just a fucking cool dude. Yep. Yeah. 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 They're, and they're really into like the science of it and like creating new things. So yep. yeah. He's yeah, actually like, been uh, here in our brewery and sat down and talked about what do we need to make for you specifically? So cool. Damn. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Can't wait to have them on. Like I said, November 30th, that'll be Omega. And then, uh, I'm actually, we're, we are talking right now with Drew Jacobs to, to, to set up our, uh, we are, aren't we? Oh, look at that! We are, we are. Don't don't pay too much attention to it, though. But, uh, yeah. So uh, remember to uh, smash that motherfucking like button, and uh, everybody hold your breath. Remember, because I don't have any audio on the outro. Bye, Tom. Don't leave yet. We we didn't we didn't oh, cover this. Says, leave oh, oh no, even Thomas are slurring. Outro. It's fine. It's a f- outro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>